0: Uh, before I begin, I just wanted to point out my brother Paul is here with his wonderful wife Pauline. Um, it's his birthday yesterday, he turned 29. Um, but uh, And my godson nephew Stephen is here as well, you see him with me uh, all the time. Uh, but uh, today after mass we're heading out to help grandpa get ready for the trip tomorrow. So here we are. Uh, I'm going to do something a little unusual. Uh, instead of kind of doing a central point, I hope you don't mind, I just want to walk us through this gospel because it's four verses that are just packed with things, and I can't pass it up. God help you. Yeah, uh, Leprosy was a terrible disease to have. It was a rotting of the human person from the inside out. Uh, it was and is an awful disease to have. Uh, Praise the Lord. It is completely curable now. Uh, But that's just within the last hundred years. Um, In Jesus' time, and in the about 1,400 years before it, if you were found to have leprosy, you were sent out of the city. You couldn't live with everyone else because it was contagious. And so they would uh, have to wear a bell, uh, or carry a bell that they would ring as they walk, to yell, unclean, so that you didn't accidentally come into contact with them. Um, Nobody was allowed to touch them. Uh, People would literally flatten themselves against a wall rather than get within a couple feet of them. And, of course, it was a death sentence. Uh, The only way you could be called clean is if you went to a high priest who inspected you, Uh, but that never happened. This man uh, saw Jesus and fell prostrate and uh, you know one of our first things would be uh, the listeners or the people who saw this would be horrified and shocked not by Jesus healing him but by this line. Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him. If he was full of leprosy that means he had been diagnosed for at least five years and it is More than likely, Jesus was the first person to physically touch him in that time. Nobody would have touched him. That in itself is a healing, to be touched when you can't be touched. Jesus didn't heal him and then touched him. Jesus touched him. And that gives me a lot of hope as a person who has spiritual leprosy. I think like everyone else, the fact that Jesus is willing to touch me And to use me and to love me as I am while moving me toward healing. Does this make sense? Okay. Rejoice in that today. Rejoice in it. It is great news. As is the next line. I do want you healed. Yay. (laughs) That means we just have to be patient. And I hate it. I'd rather God never needed me to be patient but we just have to be patient. More than you want to be healed, he wants to heal you. But man, we are tiny and breakable and he has to go slow. In the end, Jesus did ask him not to tell anyone because of what you see happen, right? And of course the guy did. If you're gonna sin, by the way, do that kind of sin, right? Tell everyone what Jesus has done for you, okay? But in the end, this really was the problem, wasn't it? That every time people found out Jesus healed someone physically, they swarmed him. But when he taught, sometimes there were people there, sometimes not. Our body is loud. When it hurts, we know. But our soul is quiet. And the greater healing in this man's life was that Jesus touched him. For us who have physical pains, it's important to remember that our souls have pain too, and that's what Jesus is interested in healing. So lots there, and I'm, I'm not sorry for how long this is, but I kind of am. Remember, Jesus wants to heal you. And don't let the pains and wounds in our body distract from the pains and wounds in our souls. Just because our bodies are loud, doesn't mean we should let it drown out our heart calling for us to ask Jesus to heal us. And always keep in mind, when you start to lose faith, when you start to lose patience, He wants me healed more than I want anything in the world. Amen? Okay.